morning, everyone. Those of you who are watching online, make sure we are ready to uh, study the Word of God. So, and for those of you who are here, let's turn our Bible to Acts 14. As we are continuing our study from the book of Acts, we are now at Acts 14. I'm going to use a New King James Version. So if you want to follow along, you can use NKJV or New King James Version as well. Acts 14. Okay, we're good, Acts 14, and here we go. Um, it's talking about Barnabas and Paul's first missionary journey. Okay, after they encounter with Jesus, after all these things happening, after, you know, uh, they have uh, uh, done life with, with God, they want to go to mission. They want to share this gospel, and we should see uh, in their first missionary journey what's going um what, what's happening uh, but before this he they were already preaching the gospel from town to town and as we know from the story if you uh, if you remember in acts 12 acts 13 you know the churches are blooming up okay the churches are exploding a lot of new and um, uh, believers they started being added into the church and now uh, we are in acts 14 i'm gonna read verse 1 to seven first for now and we're going to talk about that particular passage first one to seven here we go now it happened in iconium that they went together to the synagogue of the jews okay this is barnabas and paul they went to the synagogue of the jews and so spoke that a great multitude both of the jews and of the greeks believed but the unbelieving jews stirred up the gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren Therefore, they stayed there for a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So the Lord granting signs and wonders to be done by uh, Barnabas and Paul. Verse 4, But the multitude of the city was divided, part sided with the Jews and part with the apostles. 5, And when a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers, to abuse and stone them, they became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Lycaonia, and to the surrounding region. And they were preaching the gospel there. Let's talk about this particular verses right here as we study the whole chapter, uh, uh, Acts chapter 14. In verse 1, we see that bo both Barnabas and Paul was what? They were preaching boldly and a great multitude was again being added to the church in this new city in Iconium. Okay, they were pre preaching boldly with such power. If you use um, some other translations, it says that they were preaching with power and a great multitude, both many of the Jews and the Gentiles believe. Now, interesting enough, in verse 2, it says what? In verse 2, it says, But the unbelieving Jews, the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren. Now, if you know the Jews, they're what? They're God's chosen nation, right? They're God's own people. God's own people are the one who poisoned the Gentiles' minds it's no surprise for us right here doing church. You know, you know, some, some, some people in the church, they like to stir other people's minds. 
to go against the truth of the gospel. I don't like this. Hey, did you agree with whatever the pastor says this morning? Man, that was too harsh. I was like, are we not talking from the Bible? God's own people spurned the message and going against them. It happened some 2,000 years back. And in verse 3, therefore they stayed there, what? A long time, it says. Continue to speak boldly in the Lord. And the Lord grants them signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So you have to see that. It's not that they're run away. So for those of us ministers in the church, you know, when some of the brethren, you know, they try to spurn the message and going against you, ministers. Should you run away? Should you be afraid? Should you not continue? No, we should learn from Bar uh, Barnabas and Paul this morning. They continue to stay there for a long time. Or maybe in, in modern day uh, word, we can say they don't care. <laughs> they stay there for a long time and they're not afraid. They did not run anywhere and they continue to preach boldly. Plus, the Lord backed them up. The Lord grants them signs to do signs and wonders. So I want, uh, I want you to know, not everyone who is being, uh, 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 you know, attacked, you know, by the government and things like that. And you see, oh, that pastor must be wrong. Look, the government is not on that side. Look, the people is not on their side. Look at this story right here. They were both backed up by the Lord. The Lord grants them sign, and yet people still go against them. So ministers, every one of us is a minister of God. Minister to your friends, a minister to your family, or a minister to the people of God. And God grants you power. God grants you something to speak about. But still, there will be people who will go against you. So it does not mean that you are not right. And as we can see, even though the Lord backed them up in a continuing verse, verse 5, and when a violent attempt, okay, not anymore just spurning the message and going against them in debate, but a violent attempt, they were ready to kill both Barnabas and Paul, not only the mob, not only the Gentiles and Jews, but with their rulers. So the rulers, the government at that time, they're ready to kill them, to abuse and stone them in verse 5. Now, this is a time to, for us ministers to use our wisdom to try to go somewhere, okay? So they flee, in verse 6, they flee to Lystra and Derby. And what happened in Lystra and Derby, did they hide? If you take a look at your Bible in verse 6, city, uh, uh, they, in verse 7, they were preaching the gospel there. They flee to another town, but they didn't hide. They didn't live in, in, in fear. They're not scared, but they continue to preach the gospel there. Okay, now shall we continue to verse 8 to 20? So take a look at your Bible. We continue to read verse 8 to 20. I'm going to read for you. Idolatry at Lystra. Okay, this is in the new town. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Verse 11. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices saying, 
in the Lyconian uh, language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, like right in front of their city, there was a temple of Zeus, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. 14. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Man, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you. And preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them. Who in bygone generation allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness. In that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. 18. And with these sayings they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them 19 the jews from antioch and iconium came there okay these are the people who hates barney and paul barnabas and paul from the beginning they came to this to lystra and derby and having persuaded the multitudes it says what they stoned paul and drag him out of the city supposing him to be dead however when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city. And the next day, he departed with Barnabas to Derby. So this is in Lystra. Barnabas and Paul, okay, after they uh, 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 did some signs and wonders. Again, signs and wonders was, was never their focus. Okay, like some maybe, I'm not talking, but a lot of other ministers, you know, they forgot about uh, you know, preaching Jesus and they, they focus on miracles, miracles, miracles at that time. Yes, the miracles maybe come from God. You know, if it was, okay, come to the healing uh, revivals or whatever, you know. But if we see right here, this Barnabas and Paul never really focuses on that. On like the miracles, like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a healing revival today. No, but God gives them signs and wonders. God gives them signs and wonders to be added to show that they're preaching the truth. So they were preaching about the word of God. They were preaching about Jesus, but signs and wonders was added. And then we see that this crippled man, you know, Paul was observing while he was teaching, you know, from afar. But Paul has a spirit of discernment. Now talking a little bit about the gifts of the, uh, uh, of the spirit right here. He has not just the gifts of healing, the gifts of faith, but he also has the gifts of discernment, which I pray for all of us to be able to have this morning. What is that discernment? How can Paul sense from afar that this man has the faith to be healed? He didn't say a thing. And this is the gifts of discernment. That we can pray, you know, to ask God to have it. So we are, we're going to be able to tell which one is wrong, which one is right. So he was seeing this man and he said for, uh, with a loud voice, stand up and walk. And they walk. But after that, we know the crowd went crazy. The crowd said, oh my goodness, this is Zeus and Hermes. So in, uh, they praised uh, Bar uh, Barnabas and Paul and they also try to go to the temple, which is just outside of the city. They try to bring sacrifice, to sacrifice there in the temple of Zeus. So Barnabas and Paul, they're like, oh my goodness, we... What have we done? You know, they, they run to the temple. It's like, guys, guys, we were just men like you and me. 
Okay? So seeing this off topic a little, we were just man and woman, the same brothers and sisters today, like one another. And God will and can use us just like that. But they were blinded somehow. And they were like, you know, these are gods in the flesh of man. We need to sacrifice to Zeus and to Hermes. And it says in, uh, what verse is that? That scarcely, uh, in verse 18, And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. Only a little. They couldn't believe it. But then we know in verse 19 and 20, the despisers came from Iconium, the, t the previous time, uh, town. Iconium and Antioch, and they persuaded these crowds. They persuaded the crowds in Lystra to stone him. Now, I want you to see this. This is a very interesting fact about us, okay, about men and women, about humankind. Just in about one or two days, things can change like that, okay? They were at first, what, praising Barnabas and Paul, right? They were praising, they were bringing oxen ready to sacrifice, like, yeah, these are gods, you know, these are, you know, and, and because they, they did some, some miracles, you know, a crippled man suddenly just walking. But in about one or two days, they stoned Paul to death, quote-unquote to death. Did you see right here the fickle praise of men and women? Did you see how fickle we are? That we can change just like that in about seconds or minutes. Maybe some of us experience that. I experience that. I can change my opinion in seconds or minutes. I like you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, man. After I know you, I, I don't think I like you anymore. Yet we strive to live for the praise of people. Right? We strive to live for the praise of people knowing how fickle these praise of people are and we still are concerned about our followers and likes and Instagram. How many followers do you have? Oh, you don't have Instagram. Oh, dude, you're not cool. Oh, look, my, my likes per minute, LPM, right? My likes per minute is like, whoa, 30. <laughs> we still are concerned about this, flattered by the comments in social medias and TikTok. Right, everybody's using TikTok. I just, I just don't want it. I can't dance in TikTok. <laughs> Flattered by the comments of like, yeah, yeah, let's see that. People love me. Take a look at the Olympics. The athletes spend months after months, years after years, what to train, which is nothing wrong with that. It's good, but to what to achieve, to reach that goal, to be the number one, where they got applauded by millions and millions of people. Getting the praise and the crown from people, knowing how fickle the praise of people are. Those of you sports fan, basketball, baseball, soccer, right? What happened when your heroes win a game? It's like, yeah, I know, and that guy plays, must win, automatic win. You know, you'll be praising him like crazy or, you know, whatever it is. But the moment they did not play good, what did you do? You curse him. You curse her. Oh my goodness, this guy, man, has been two weeks. What happened with him? He's not making any goals. The fickle praise of us. The fickle praise of men. You know, and when they continue to, to not play well, 
You left your heroes. Used to be heroes. Used to be role models. For me, I love fashion. I see, I see in seasons. When the seasons are bad, I'm like, What's, what happened with the design this season? It's bad. And when they continue to do bad, I will leave them. That's us. So should we continue to start, uh, should we continue to focus living for the praise and liking of people? I'm done living for the praise and liking of people. It does not mean that I hate people. Okay, it is wrong. It does not mean that I'm done being nice for people. God asks us to what? To love God and love people. So it is still our full responsibility to be kind, to be nice, and loving to others around us. But I do not love others for them to love me back, for them to praise me back, and whatever reason is. We love because God first loved us. That's what the Bible says. We love. We are able to love others because God first loved us. And the only thing I want to share to others is the love of God that is, that, that's not going to be, you know, it's unchanging. And I want you to feel that. I want you to experience the love of God. Not like the fickle love of men, the fickle praise of men. So it does not mean that I hate people. But I'm saying and teaching that we should not live for the praise of people because it means nothing. But when we live for the praise of God, it means everything in verse 21 to 22 shall we continue verse 21 and 22 it says and when they had preached the gospel in that city so this is the next city it's called derby and made many disciples they returned to lystra iconium and antioch look at that they returned to the cities that previously wants to kill them that's how crazy Barnabas and Paul is. I'm like, what's wrong with these guys? Won't you just flee somewhere else and continue? Just, just flee. No. And when they had preached the gospel, the gospel to the city of uh, Derby, they made many disciples in Derby. They returned to Lystra. Imagine, you know, he, they were stoned. Paul was stoned to death, quote unquote, to death in Lystra. And the mob came from what? From Iconium and Antioch. What happened when they returned in verse 22? Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, we must go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God. Pay attention to this. Barnabas and Paul says, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. Wow. Did you hear this? We must go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God. Hello, please keep this in your head. So I would be lying to you to say that Christian journey or Christianity would be easy. Some says, you know, some come and says, dude, dude, dude you got to try this, man. You give $10 to the church today and you know what's going to happen next week? $100 is going to come to your pocket. Dude, if, if I love you that much, I would tell you, if this is true, I would tell you just to do that every single week. Not even $10. I would ask you to give $100 to the church because next week, you're going to get $1,000. I'll be lying to you if I say this kind of stuff. Some people come to me and probably say, I was like, man, you know what? Dude, it's, it's so cool to become a Christian. You will never be sick. Like, woo, bulletproof? Am I going to be bulletproof? 
Who says that we're not, never going to be sick? Wow. Dude, it's so cool to be a Christian. You're going to have lots of friends. People are going to like you. You're going to be famous. You're going to get like instant 55 followers. I don't know why 55, but you know. My goodness, I'll be lying to you if I say all this stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that, yes, some people, you know, they live a healthy life. They rarely got sick, which, which is true. Just use your wisdom, you know, to eat right, to exercise right, you know, do whatever that you need to do. But I can't say that you're never going to be sick. I can't say that you're never going to be hated. I can't say that people were, it's not going to turn against you. No. We must go through many trials to enter the kingdom of God. How come and when did we ever arrive at this idea that Christian journey will be easy? How come? And when did we ever arrive to this idea? Oh, some people say we'll be full of bells and whistles. It's going to be nice. Let me tell you, it is nice, full of bells and whistles. Why? Because I know Jesus. So when I go through the trials, Jesus is there with me. This is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, whatever that brings you, you know, all more of you, more of you, and less of Christ. Is that the gospel of Jesus Christ? No, the gospel is not about the ROI. What is the ROI? The return of investment. It's not about the gospel. That's business insider. The gospel is not going to make us more selfish day by day. So we can take a look into our lives and think, am I become more selfish as day goes by? If you know whatever that you're listening to, you have to ask, what am I listening to? How come I become more selfish as the day goes by? The gospel of Jesus Christ is about carrying our cross daily, so then when we can be freed from this sinful flesh, live a selfless life, and for us to be able to enjoy an everlasting relationship with Christ. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me repeat that. It's about carrying our cross daily. So then we can be freed from this sinful flesh that is wanting to just being selfish and selfish as the day go by. No, we can be freed from this sinful flesh, live a selfless life, and for us to be able to enjoy an everlasting relationship with Christ. This is the bells and whistles that I'm talking about for Christian lives. But I can assure you, through the many tribulations that you will go through, is God going to be there with you? Yes. God is going to be there with you and you have to go through that many tribulations. And we shall see from this story, that's the time, the exact time when Paul and Barnabas would see and experience firsthand the wonders of God. It's talking about Paul. Let me, let me bring you uh, some 14 years ago, I mean some 14 years later, after this incident of Paul getting stoned to quote-unquote death, he wrote this to the, to the church of Corinth. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 12, verse 2 to 4. Okay, some 14 years later. He says this to the church in Corinth, okay? I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago, he said. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I do not know. Only God knows, he says. Verse 3, yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise. And listen to me, 
and hurt things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words, things no human is allowed to tell. Many scholars believe that Paul was referring to this time when he was stoned to quote-unquote to death. Remember when he was stoned, he was dragged. How can alive people drag and, and show no signs of life? Okay, so I stand with this many scholars who believe that Paul was referring to this time when he was actually dead. So when he was quote-unquote death, he, he, he says it right here in the, in the church of Corinth, I don't know whether I was still in my body or rather my spirit was actually already out of the body and I'm in paradise. But one thing I do know, he says, so he did not know whether he died or not. You know, he, he wasn't sure. You know, but one thing that he knows is what? He was caught up in paradise and see and heard things that he cannot explain. This is the joy that I'm talking about. No human minds will ever understand even though I tried very eloquently to describe whatever the paradise is, they can't. It says that no human is allowed to tell. That means it's not that it's forbidden to tell, no. That means they, it cannot be expressed. Like he cannot express it. It's just so wonderful. Through these many tribulations. What happened if he was not stoned? What happened if he was liked by these people? What happened if he agrees to accept the sacrifices? Like, yeah, I'm somewhat like Zeus, somewhat like Hermes. He wouldn't experience this amazingness that he experienced in paradise. Through this very exact tribulations that was almost causing his life, he experienced Jesus. Shall we be afraid of tribulations then? I'm not talking about temptations that we should enjoy temptation. No, tribulations, challenges are going to come our ways. And we should not be afraid. The trials that is recently happening around us is what? When churches countrywide is being dictated to sing or not to sing, to close or to open by someone who probably does not even attend a church service. That was whatever that is happening around us. Churches are asked to be closed. They can't sing while protests are being blessed. No six feet, no mass is fine. Bars and casinos are open. I don't understand the common sense right there. There will be an Esther moment for all of us. Remember the Esther story when she says, if I must perish, I must perish for the people of God. And the Daniel moment for us, even when the king asked him not to pray, what happened with Daniel? Did Daniel run and hide? No, Daniel come to his upper room, open his windows and pray anyway. Don't forget this moment for all of us, guys. An Esther moment, a Daniel moment. I want to prepare everyone here in my church to be ready at all times. I'm not going to get tired to speak about this. I want you to be ready at all times. Not the kind of Christians who gets mad when your prayer is not answered. Yes. God, I pray for a new car. Come on, man. I've been here in 20 years in the church. God, I pray for a new house. Come on. I speak to you day and night. Only before I sleep, though. Or when I wake up. What kind of Christian is that? 
You know, I want to prepare everyone here to be ready at all times, to be ready when trials comes, because when trial comes, we know that Jesus is here with us to go through the trials with us, and yet, and we will be able to see and experience the wonders of Jesus. When we are weak, He is made strong. Don't you want to see how strong our God is? Verse 23 to 28, the last one, if I can invite the uh, musicians to come up. Verse 23 to 28. So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed and, and with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. 24. And after they had passed through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. So from town to town. It's amazing. 25. Now when they had preached the word in Perga, another town, they, they went down to Atalia, another town. 26. From there, they sailed to Antioch, back to his hometown, his home church, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. So there are a lot of Christians, there are a lot of believers in Antioch. So he went back after town and town and town, being uh, almost causing his life. He finally was able to be guided by the Lord, to went back to his home church, to be able to see his brothers and sisters in Christ again. Verse 27, now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them and that he had opened the door to, of faith to the Gentiles. Good news is being preached. 28. So they stayed there for a long time with the disciples. We can see the faithfulness of Barnabas and Paul. Church planting here and there. Not only that, he teaches the people to pray. He teaches the people to fast. He chooses some leaders to take care of the flock in each town. I hope I'm seeing right here sitting down in front of me or you at home is the next future leaders that is going to be town to town. I don't want to see us just sitting right here in newborn church and just us. Hey, how about in the city of Rancho? How about in the city of... We're rolling high. It's so well, not just okay. We're still pretty close. It's fine. San Bernardino. Irvine. From town to town. He plants the churches everywhere and picking up leaders to take care of the flock there. Strengthening the disciples. And we know by today, Christianity continues to spread throughout the whole world up until today. So I would love to end my sermon this morning with this question. Everyone listen to me. Do you want to be a part of this journey that God has started long ago? And it's not finished yet. Or are you too comfortable to even bother with it? Okay, do you want to be a part of this journey that God has started long ago? He has given role models after role models after role models. And we know that it is not finished yet. Or are we too comfortable to even bother thinking about it? Nah. We must go through many trials. Even though God is going to give you signs and wonders in your ministry, there will be people who will go against you. Shall we not be afraid? Or shall we be afraid? We shall not be afraid. Because in those trials, God shows His wonders. 
how amazing it is to be able to be caught up in the third heaven. I, I don't know. I don't understand. Even Apostle Paul's like, yeah, I can't express it with words. And believers are being added left and right. Shall we stand? Let me pray for everyone. Thank you, Jesus, for the book of Acts. Amazing. Amazing. Lord, thank you for this rebuke. Thank you for this reminder. Thank you for these blessings in this morning. That maybe I live in fear. Lose focus, Lord Jesus, on what you tell us, but rather listening to some of the sources that probably is not trustworthy, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, I pray I want to surrender my mind. We want to surrender our hearts, our mind to be controlled only by you. What you tell us, Lord Jesus, we want to do it. Help my brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord Jesus. Strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Let us be able to continue to cling to you and long for the Holy Spirit to take over our lives, to guide us and not our own understanding. Lean not on our own understanding. Thank you, Jesus. Just like Barnabas and Paul, they were faithful. It almost cost his life, but by your grace, you let Paul to rise up again because you're not done with him at that time. And he went, continued from town to town to town. Continued to preach and being nice and loving to people and telling them that they could be saved from their sin. That we could be saved from their sin. And this is one of the fruits, one of the many fruits of their hard work. So Jesus, that we can stand right here. That we can enjoy one another's presence. That we can tell about the goodness of God to one another, Lord Jesus. What an awesome God you are. So Lord, thank you so much. You didn't promise us an easy life, but you promised us to be there and never have forsaken us. So Lord, that is more than enough for us. That's what we wanted, to continue this life together with you up until the end. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We all say, Amen. Everybody, please be seated.